Welcome to Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. My name is Tyler. And today, Tyler, we have a very special episode. It's part one of a two-part series that we are working on. Um, we have we are calling this What If. We are going all the way back to 2014, and we are implementing the potential 12-team playoff system that is potentially starting in 2023, which is the rumor. Uh, we're going to implement that all the way back to 2014, the first year of the four-team college football playoff. We uh, have gone back and we have expanded it out and figured out which of the 12 teams will be participating. And I've actually gone in and done it according to what the college football playoff working group kind of recommended. And I just want to say that. The new rules as there we will. Exactly. That's why we're calling it what if, because what if we would have had this back in 2014? You know, how many teams would we have seen? What different teams would we have seen? All of these different fun um, conversations. So just to reiterate, it is the four, the four highest ranked conference champions, regardless of affiliation with Power 5 or Group of 5, are going to be seeded one through four, and they each will receive a bye. Teams five through 12 will play each other in the first round. It would be a home field advantage of the, high, the higher ranked team has the home field advantage, so it would be on college campuses. Um, and then under this proposal, the quarterfinals and the semifinals will be played as bowls. So for this exercise, Tyler, we're gonna we're gonna address this as if those were neutral site bowl games. Okay. Okay. And then we continue forward. The rest of it, the final four and the national title game are also neutral site. It's also important to note that the top that uh, the six the let me say that one more time that the six highest ranked conference champions will be automatically included in the playoff. So that doesn't necessarily mean they're seeded one through six. Yeah, but it means included. that they're included. Right. So. The top four conference champions are given that bye week, and then teams five through 12 are seeded according to the college football playoff rankings. But amongst those five through 12, you're going to get two additional conference champions that are guaranteed to be in there. Seeding is not guaranteed, but they're guaranteed to be in there. Making sense, Tyler? Yep. And listeners, I hope that made sense. I highly recommend you hit the 15 second button a couple times if you need a little refresher. And if it doesn't um, make sense, it's all make-believe anyway, so. <laughs> it's a what-if, so who cares? What if. <laughs> all right, Tyler, let's jump right in. Before we do that, I do want to issue an apology to our lovely listeners. Um, last this episode. First, this is our first, like, sideline judgment apology. I, th- like, I think it is. I think oh, it is. Gosh. And I won't even say it's a sideline judgment apology. That's a surgery. I mean, apology. I didn't do anything. I, I was going to say, yeah, I don't want to rope you I into I apologize that, for Tyler. anything. You didn't make any mistakes. This is a Sergio mistake. Uh, if you listen to our last episode, um, it was all about an instant reaction to this proposed uh, playoff format and who the wins, who loses. It's a great episode. I highly recommend you go back one in your feed and you listen. But on that episode, when speaking of Notre Dame, uh, I uttered some expletives and I jokingly said, oh, don't worry, I'm going to go back and I'm going to bleep it out. Well, Sergio, who does the editing myself, hello, I forgot to go back and bleep that out because I was so used to us not cursing on this podcast that I yeah. forgot I even did it. I forgot I did it, Tyler. We're so good at keeping it PG. Yeah. That uh when we when we messed up, we thought impossible. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So for those of you that listened to that episode before I was able to go back, clean it up and upload the version with the bleep I apologize. That is my fault. We really do try to keep this a clean podcast. So if you were listening to this and you had young ones in the backseat of your car on your way to work, 
I am deeply, deeply sorry. I apologize. That will not happen again. If you go back and you listen to it, you will hear a beep in there now, but just know that that wasn't always there and I would like to own that mistake. So that's my fault. I apologize to you all, Sideline Judgment listeners. Now, Tyler, (laughs) let's move forward into our what if, all right? We're going to start with the 2014 playoff. Tyler, I'm going to read off the 1 through 12, okay? Okay. Our top four seeds remain unchanged from the original college football playoff. So the number one seed is Alabama. Number two is Oregon. Number three is Florida State. And number four is Ohio State. If you remember, in the 14 playoff, Tyler, that is the Cardell Jones year that Ohio State ended up winning the Natty as the four seed. We then move to seeds five through 12. Baylor, who won the Big 12. You then have TCU at six. uh, Mississippi State at seven, that Dan Mullen, Dak Prescott team. Mm -hmm. Michigan State, number eight. I believe that was the Connor Cook team. Uh, the both this one and the 2015 team were exactly yeah. Teams. So this is Connor Cook in there. Uh, the nine seed Ole Miss at the just the peak, the peak of bag dropping in the state of Mississippi. Two oh, top yeah. ten teams. Um, number ten is Arizona. Arizona number eleven is Georgia Tech, and the number twelve seed is Boise State for being the highest ranked um group of five team in this case the group of five power five doesn't matter in the in in this playoff format but they are the highest they're the sixth highest ranked conference champion so they slide in there at number 12 they originally came in tyler at number 20 so they kind of make that jump and they're able to Mm -hmm. make the playoff yeah all right tyler a couple of uh little things i want to ask you tyler the 12 ranked the 12th ranked team in um excuse me, the 12th ranked team in the playoff this year was Georgia. That year was Georgia Tech, but clearly they're the 11th seed because we had to throw in a different team. Mm-hmm. Tyler, who was the 13th seed? Do you know that answer? Is this, the, is this 2014? Yes, 2014. I don't actually know. I'll, I'll give um, you a hint. Wait. It's an, uh-huh. It, say, no, say it. It's an in-state rival of Georgia Tech. Oh, is it the Georgia Bulldogs? It is the Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, okay. Could you, you know, imagine? This close, you know, I was this close to guessing Tennessee because Tennessee really? was like. Oh, the Josh Dobbs. Well, this was the Josh Dobbs era where it was just like they mm-hmm. were kind of okay, but that would have been 2015 that they might have snuck in. There. Correct. But like, Correct, correct. But could you imagine, Tyler, if uh, Georgia was 13 seed and they were kicked out simply because um, Ohio, uh, Boise State yeah, won that their conference? Yeah, that I'm terrified for that to eventually happen in a real playoff because it will happen. People it will, will be happen. insufferable. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. And you know what? To be honest, my, my reaction is like, well, neither of these teams deserve to be in it. So you can both be unhappy. <laughs> um, I completely agree with you, Tyler. Uh, all right. So let's go ahead and let's dive into what how you is going this? on. How, you, how, you, how, how do we want to do this? So I've kind of, I've, I've drawn it up, right? When I yeah. have this bracket open. Um, so Bama, Ohio State, Oregon, and FSU. Uh, just... That is not the one, two, three, four order. They get a buy. Let's go with these on-campus games first. Okay. Okay. So let's look at the eight, nine matchup. That is Michigan State going on, or I'm sorry, that is Ole Miss as the nine seed going on the road to take on Michigan State. This is the toughest one. <laughs> I think so too, right? Because we have that first year of the Connor Cook uh, renaissance in mm-hmm. East Lansing. And then this is uh, this is the Kelly offense. No, I think... This is... 
This is a uh, Kelly's first year because it's the second year where Kelly kind of takes off. Remember the twenty fifteen. I thought year? this this was the uh, good bow, but, but I I could be wrong. Let me see. What was the other guy? Because twenty fifteen was the first year that they had Kelly, and because because uh, they had the two Bama wins. One was twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. One was twenty fifteen. One was at Correct. home, and it wasn't Chad Kelly. And the other one. Oh, that's next. right. That's so this right. is what's the guy's name? I don't. He know. looks like the most old Miss quarterback ever. <laughs> like. He looks like the most uh, Ole Miss quarterback. That's ever. why I don't feel what bad about not remembering who he was. Uh, right. And I'm sorry if you're listening to this. Um, looking it up. Bo Wallace. Bo Wallace. <laughs> yes. Bo Wallace. Bo Hugh Freeze his- Wallace. Oh, my Beat gosh. Alabama. Yes. Could you imagine if that happened now? Like, what a weird situation, right? Imagine if it happened then. It was weird then. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it would be weirder now, but uh, it was weird then too. See, this is tough because, I mean, those Michigan State teams, while good, were also really boring. Very. And like that's part of the reason they were so good. They had a lot more talent back then. Then again, I think this Ole Miss team was really good too. Dude, this is this is hard. I don't know. Where are you leaning? So I, I think I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to lean Old Miss because I do think because that next year was the year that Old Miss like really was on the scene. Um, their yeah, cheating came took, to fruition. Took like, well, the next year they could have won the uh, the West, except for they lost on fourth and um, whatever to the Arkansas like lateral that worked. Mm-hmm, I remember that. I remember so, that. Um, and, and I think it also my it's being influenced my influence is also that they're playing this michigan state team where i mean we saw it i believe it's next year we'll talk about it when we get there it is they on got, michigan state's campus it is on their campus they got trounced by alabama though at the cotton bowl you remember that in the playoffs they didn't I even do. make that's it the out of their year. own half that's the next year and so i feel like I, i'm not too sure well, i think the, the the direction of these programs are both on the up but I think Michigan State's kind of plateauing at where we're at, whereas Ole Miss has the potential to be better. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I, I will say that I think Ole Miss going to Michigan State is heavily favoring the Spartans. I agree. In this, Because these games will be played still around the same time of the year. So it'll be mm-hmm. cold. Uh, right. So I think I'm going to go with the Spartans for that one. I'm going to have to agree. All right. I'm gonna, let me draw this up here. Let me draw this up. All right. So do we want to handle this little... Should we just handle all the first round games first, then go second round, then go third round? Or yeah, do we let's do that. It? Okay, let's do that. All right. Well, the right. next the next on campus game is the number five Baylor Bears hosting the number twelve Boise State Broncos. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give this one too much thought. Neither am um, I. Baylor will win this because as we've already well, we already kind of discussed that Boise State is uh, in that spot because the uh, the highest seeded group of five conference champion gets a spot, and that mm-hmm. is a good thing. Right. And they, if they, sometimes they're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably and, most and th- times they will. And I think we're underestimating how good this Baylor team was. Now, was granted, really there were some shady things going on in that program. And now that we have hindsight, you know, wasn't the best of situations culturally. But you can't deny the Bryles effect on the field. And if we're strictly talking football, they're hosting Boise State. This isn't really the best Boise State team that we've seen in, in years. It's really not. It's not difficult. I'm with you. Uh, we're going with Baylor, conference champion, all that stuff. So I agree. Next up, Tyler, a game near and dear to our hearts. We got Arizona heading on the road to Starkville 
to take on the number one team in the country. <laughs> the first ever number one ranked college football playoff rankings changed. team. That um, would not have changed. That would not have changed. Um, Mississippi State, and this is the DAC Mississippi State. This is his senior year. Uh, this is Mullen in full. I can scheme out of anything. Uh, it's not a hard decision for me. This is also like the Rick, uh, the Rich Rodriguez coached Arizona team that had like a spark plug. That one I mean, year there isn't there is because they beat Oregon. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's not hard. This is not hard for me either. Mississippi State, I think, would win this game. Um, yeah. Despite in the previous game, they they lost to Ole Miss. Uh, they mm-hmm. would have lost there. I still, I think this game they would they would win. I mean, the first ever playoff game. Well, the first year playoff games to have it won on your home field in Starkville, yeah. mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to not win. Can we, can we pause and this, for a this, second? This was the best Mississippi State team ever. So, like, I agree. I agree. Can, can we pause for a second and uh, acknowledge the fact that we have Ole Miss losing in the first round, but we have Mississippi State winning in the first round? Could Could you imagine the pettiness in in the state of Mississippi in the offseason? They'd never get over that one. <laughs> Never, ever, ever. I mean, this is the year that... Because then, well, then the 2014, 2015 years go away, and then you realize, oh, neither of these programs are going to be near that anytime soon. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so... So if you're uh, going gonna to have that, you're going to have that that bargaining tool, that bragging right for a long time. Absolutely. And they got to host a, a home game, so they even get yeah, the home... the clients. The home... The revenue. You got the cowbells going off. Yeah, this is an easy, an easy decision for me. Mississippi State. Yeah. The last first round game, Tyler, is the number six seed TCU Horn Frogs hosting the number eleven seed Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Now they are not our Georgia State bees yet, our Waffle House University bees yet, because remember this is still it's prior the, to Jeff Collins. Prior to Jeff Collins, this is still the triple option. Um, I believe this is the team that the year after upsets FSU. Mm-hmm. With that crazy kick, so this yeah. is not this season, but it's the next year that they do that. Well, this is the, in real life. This is the team that beat Mississippi State in the Orange Bowl. Correct, exactly. So it was it was a good football. It was team, an right? Orange Bowl football team. Like this, right? Was... Right, exactly. Now, um, who do you think, Tyler? I'm actually going to go with Georgia Tech because I I do think that TCU, a Big Twelve team, having mm-hmm. to face a triple option team, yeah. Is not going to bode well for them. They get caught slipping. I think they get caught slipping. I think, I think that's my that's my like wild crazy thing uh, okay. for this is that I do think that they get caught slipping on that. All right. Well, I will go ahead and I will, I will agree with you reluctantly because I kind of was leaning TCU. I really like that Gary Patterson team. This is the year that Gary Patterson. This was wins. a really good team. Like he wins all the Coach of the Year awards this season. Yeah. So it's a bit bit difficult for me but I, to just I go, know. oh I, yeah, Georgia Tech. I just feel like that's the that's the upset of this, you know? Yeah, I feel you. This All right, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. You can disagree if you want. I disagree, but but I'm You're also the one not with the pen. Like, you can you can <laughs> I'm also not like put my foot down on it, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're gonna live and die by the uh hypothetical stakes of the twenty fourteen TCU Horn Frogs. <laughs> Yeah, I will defend 2014 Gary Patterson to the death, Tyler. <laughs> All right, second um, round. So now, second round, we're on neutral sites. So we don't have the home field advantage. I believe, and I think you agree with me, Tyler, last time we talked about this, that this second round should also be on campus. I should. would hope so. 
should. We hope that that changes, but for now we're abiding by what they released. So we are going to be good journalists and we're going to follow the information. So Tyler, we got Bama and Michigan State in that first game. Uh, this is not hard. Tyler, it's already written down. Like, yeah, right. Bama, Bama wins that. Bama, wins Bama, that. Bama won that game. Right. It's already written down. Let's move forward. Again, this is the year before. The next season, Bama and Michigan State would meet as the 1-4 matchup, and Michigan State didn't even make it out of their own half. Uh, same quarterback, same offensive philosophy. And uh, last time I checked, Tyler, Nick Saban would still be the coach both of those years, correct? Yeah. He's still there? Yeah, okay. and this, uh, I, I would... I would argue this. Well, obviously, this Michigan State team was worse. <laughs> yeah, um, it was. There's no argument there. It was, it was worse. It was worse. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. All right. All right. Next one. Ohio State hosts the Baylor Bears. Mm-hmm. Now, this neutral is, site. Neutral site. They oh, it, well, oh, this is neutral site. Sorry, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're still technically hosting. Um, correct. Correct. Ohio State plays Baylor. This is kind of what everyone would want to see most in our the where where we live in our timeline because absolutely this was the big argument. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Ohio State would win this game. Uh, so, okay, I need but, to bring something up to you then. I'm I'm not I'm like a fifty two percent sure Ohio State would win this game. Like, okay, let me l- let's talk through it because I'm I'm also fifty fifty on the fence there, and it's because if we remember properly, one of the reasons that Ohio State was able to win their semifinal game against Alabama was because they, I believe, started their second-string quarterback, and then um, Cordell was able to come in, and it was one of those, like, oh, my gosh, we've never prepared for this person. College teams just figuring out, trying to figure out what to do. So there's that kind of element of surprise. I think if we play Cardell Jones, we being Ohio State, I think if Ohio State plays Cardell Jones the entire game, and they're, they play him in... Um, in this game, I don't know if they're a better top to bottom football team than the Art Briles Baylor system. Now they do have Ezekiel Elliott. They do have a lot of really good defensive players, but I don't know. You and I both know that a couple good players does not make a football team. And I think systematically, yes. I think the Briles offense would do some damage on this Ohio State team. I hear you, but also this. It's the one of the things where I'm like, but this team that was led by Cardell Jones the entire time did mm-hmm. beat Alabama and Oregon. So you're, you're right. You're I'm right. not you're really right. sure if I follow the logic that they wouldn't beat a worse team using the same exact. So you're saying, you know, they came out with their second string and that's not going to work against Baylor. And I'm like, it did work against Nick Saban. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it so worked against Oregon now, as now, well. I'll go ahead and tell you that in this matchup that we have going up, if we both pick Ohio State to win this and we have a place Ohio State, Considering this would be the that would be the second full game with Cardale Jones, I would pick Bama in the next thing. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I just also because that Bama win was so fluky to me. Like, you mean if, the win the win over Alabama? Yeah, Ohio State's win over Alabama. So this is my point: is that like Ohio State was a great team, and it's one of those things where they got lucky in their semifinal, and then they just played awesome in their in, in the final. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where I still I think they would have beaten Baylor, especially using the same kind of formula. But if you go back and watch that Ohio State Bama game, and I'll talk more about this in a little bit, mm-hmm. the way that game was won was a little like non-sustainable in the sense that I would not bet for that to happen again. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? But I think that we can talk sense. more about that later. Right. But all that to say that I think the first game Ohio State plays in this playoff 
they'll win. Yeah. I, I, I think I agree with you. I, I wrote down Ohio State for us because yeah. your 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 argument was a bit more convincing. I can totally mine. see Baylor winning, but it's just like this is one of the few things I do know is that Ohio State did beat Alabama. Right, exactly. And they like, did win two games. And then they in the won playoff. the game after that. You know? mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't okay, know so if we, they would lose to a worse team. But it's right. football. So, stu- it's a stupid sport. Um Exactly. We both got Ohio State, so I put them up there. Next up, Tyler. Oregon taking on Mississippi State. This is a scheme dream. Like, oh. you and I would be watching this football game drooling with the adjustments that Mullen would make and the height of Marcus Mariota. People forget, mm-hmm. 2014, this is the year that Marcus Mariota won the Heisman Trophy and was arguably one of the best players in college football. This would be my you know dream I mean? game. I mean, he won the Heisman, but I mean, one of the best quarterbacks, I should say, in yeah. college football. This would be my dream game mostly because, uh, well, these teams are very similar in the sense that they are all kind of run through the quarterback, um, mm-hmm. very like spread systems, yep. such a big running and, and throwing threat. I want to pick Mississippi State so bad, but let me let me say um, this. Let me say okay. this before you you make your decision. Make sure that you are thinking about Dak Prescott at Mississippi State and not as the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys and all the NFL success he's had. I think when people talk about Peyton Manning, yes, he was a fantastic college quarterback, but I don't think that he can be considered one of those all-time, no. like three or four all-time great the quarterbacks same thing in with Tom college. Brady. Right, same thing with Brady. Like Brady people assume that Brady was the GOAT in college because he's the GOAT in the NFL. I'm like, those are not He was rotational. Thing. He was rotational. Yeah, like he, he was fine. He won mm-hmm. a pretty huge bowl game for, for Michigan. Like he's yep. one of their better quarterbacks they've ever had. Correct. But, I mean, Danny Werfel was a better college quarterback. Tom exactly. Brady, Tom Brady, or Peyton Manning didn't win the Heisman. So, um, mm-hmm. right. Dak so, Prescott. so think think about that with Dak Prescott. That's what I'm saying. Because well, I know where I was kind of going is that mm-hmm. like, and and in turn to have that same logic with Marcus Mariota, where Marcus Mariota yeah. was better in college than he was has been in the NFL. Yeah, I, like a lot of people see stakes. Think it'd be cool, it'd be a great story, but it is a matter of also. I think this is the point or if not this game, then definitely the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the point where Mississippi State, Mississippi State catches up to them. Okay. Does that make sense? Because yeah. Oregon has not played at all. Mississippi State just played a game, and it's Mississippi State. It's our, While it is an SEC team, it, it doesn't have the depth that like Alabama does. Agreed. You know? And it had to fight tooth and nail to get to this point. And I do think that Oregon well-rested um, – prepared because that's the other thing Oregon look look at this matchup Oregon could plan okay we're either playing a team that we already played mm-hmm. and no, at least and we, we lost two but we already played so we have played them before or we play Mississippi State so they're probably going to prepare more for Mississippi State just in case um I, I don't know I don't know I just think that Oregon having the prep time having the rest time I think and also being a better team but mm-hmm. like, I think that would give them the advantage. I think I would go Oregon. I, I'm going to agree with you. And I'm going to agree with you because as much as I love Mississippi State Dak Prescott, and he was kind of like a cult hero with you and I, um, there's no denying how good of a football player Marcus Mariota was in college. Yeah. Like it's undeniable. I think at that point in both of their careers, he is considered to be a better X factor. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's funny, actually, it is very much Danny Worth with Peyton Manning. It is. It very much Marcus is. Marcus Mariota is such a better college quarterback 
Mm-hmm. Even I, and Dak Prescott is arguably bigger to Mississippi State than uh, Peyton Manning is to Tennessee, but um, in terms of impact, but I think Dak Prescott, we can pretty confidently say, has so far turned out to be a better. Um, a better NFL prospect than Mark Spariota. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dak Prescott's never been cut, so. Um. <laughs> I mean, the man got I don't know a hundred and what thirty million dollars while he was with a horrific leg injury. Like, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. All right, we both so, have Oregon, and Oregon, then the yeah. the last one in that quarterfinal matchup, we have FSU taking on Georgia Tech. It's not difficult for me here. This FSU it, team went undefeated. They're yeah. yes, the breaks were coming off, the starting to come off of that dynasty. This is the year after they won the national title. Um, they, this is the year that they had a lot of close calls where we were just waiting for them to lose because they won every game like 24, 21 and 31 to 28. And, and it was all, um, Jameis Winston leading them on a comeback in the fourth quarter. I don't think that FSU gets embarrassed against a team that number one, they already beat. And number two, a team that is running a triple option they have familiarity with this specific triple option. I think that defense is really good. And I don't think they get embarrassed like they got embarrassed against yeah. Oregon in the Rose Bowl that year. So I'm going to go with FSU. I agree. I'm now realizing that, like, man, if TCU wins the first round game, TCU could probably beat them. Like, Absolutely. TCU could definitely probably beat this team. Patterson, Patterson in 2014, Gary Patterson, the coach for TCU, does not allow for FSU to get away with just screwing around well, for most of the game because also because tcu would win this very similar the way that oregon did win and oregon will play and that i mm-hmm. think is the way that you beat fsu is with those speed a lot of that spread stuff like mm-hmm. like quick in the game um right. and in the sense of quick in the pace of play not necessarily the length like this mm-hmm. fsu because it's jimbo fisher would like even though it's pretty as far as being like a pro style, old school kind of guy, Jimbo Fisher's pretty advanced in regards to his concepts and what he allows is like passing and things like that. But Correct. he is still like a under center kind of guy. So Correct. yeah, he likes to run. He likes to run his offense from under center. He's, he's the up. most modern under center offensive mind, in my opinion. Like, but he but he still will try to take eight and a half minutes on a drive. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, and so I think that, that Georgia Tech is playing into their hand. Yeah, like, I agree. You have a team that probably that because this is Dalvin Cook's first year as well. Like you got a team that can run as fast as as good as you if you're Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. but they pass way better. Yeah, um, you still got you still got Jameis Winston. You got um yeah, what's his name O'Leary, Devin uh, Nick O'Leary, O'Leary. Nick, O'Leary. Nick, Nick O'Leary. You got that guy, and yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. So Tyler, Man, we get now to I'm the... realizing mm-hmm. it's good. This would be one of those things where you're like, if TCU just hadn't lost, maybe they probably win this game. But they, lo- you know what? You can't be caught sleeping against the. Uh, the Yellow Jackets. Can't, can't do it. Can't right. do it. So um, we're down to the final four. And I want to point out the final four is the exact same final four we had in 2014. Again, this is not a knock on the 12-team playoff. I like this. Yes, we ended up too. with the four better teams. You know what I mean? We still ended up with what we what we had in 2014. But Tyler, we got a fantastic Mississippi State Arizona game. We got an in, we got probably an incredible um yeah, we get a blowout, but we get a pretty good Ohio State Baylor game that we think Aren't Ohio like, State wins like, closely. You know, most NFL playoffs, the conference championship games are played between like all the one and two seeds. Most of them, yeah, like, it's what nobody happens. complains about that. Um, exactly. Exactly. I, yeah, I think now I will say I don't think it would play out the same way. I agree. Let's talk about this. So because 
You go ahead. I was going to say, let's move forward because the first game we got is Bama, Ohio State. And like we talked about earlier, Ohio State had that quarterback situation, Cardell Jones surprising the Alabama defense. You, I think I think it goes different. We both said this before. Uh, I wrote I it down it, already. I think it goes different too. I think Bama wins that football game. Me too. I think Bama wins. Don't wh- what is what is the cardinal rule, Tyler? I really hope that you don't give Nick Saban a week to prepare. There you go. Yes, Tyler. We no, you don't, we, haven't, you don't we give, haven't uttered that phrase in give, months. You don't give Nick Saban more time to prepare. If like, Nick Saban has more than the general allotted time to prepare, it's a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap. Very rarely, very yeah. rarely does he lose. Bama's going to the natty in this one. They're going to shocker. Um, now the, uh, the other game I actually do think plays out extremely similarly. <laughs> um, you, you get me. And you that get is me. not, that is not FSU hatred from a Florida fan. That is because what happened to FSU is what was going to happen to them. Like, and, and it, and it was going to happen Tyler because it, eventually screwing around throughout the entire game and not being as focused as you should be for the majority of the game comes back to haunt you. I don't care how talented you are. Because that Florida State team was extremely talented. But no matter how talented you are, you cannot get away with just letting the game get out of hand. You don't lose you, you don't win games to lower level ACC teams by one possession in the fourth quarter and expect to beat Marcus Mariota and the Heisman Tro- the Heisman Trophy winner and this really, really, really good Oregon team. You don't. No, you don't. Um, yeah, so I think that game plays out very much similarly. So I think your national championship is Alabama, Oregon, which is what I kind of would have wanted in real life. Like, I want to see Marcus Mariota go up against the Saban defense. Me too. That's what I really wanted to see. I mean, I am pretty confident in what I think would happen, but I want to see. What do you think? I I think Bama wins. Okay. We're on the same page. Like, I, I, I'd love to live in a world where, because Marcus Mariota is such a better quarterback than Blake Sims, who actually I think was an underrated Alabama quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, it's like Nick Saban did, would not have lost to uh, Mark Helfrich. <laughs> I mean, the, very in my, true. In my opinion, like <laughs> as much as that Ohio State team wasn't that good, Urban Meyer was still the coach. <laughs> exactly, um, he was able to scheme. He was Saban able to do does not lose. They to also a lot had of people. O- like, Ohio State also had Ezekiel Elliott. Like they had some good. Players. That was like one of the most talented teams they've ever had. Like, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, I think Alabama wins. I think Alabama we're wins. in agreement. So and that's funny 20- because I really wish that Oregon would have won, and I think people forget that the first in real life, the first playoff college football playoff championship was played between a Big 12 team and a Pac-12 team. Yeah, right. Um, I think people forget that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really, I really, like, I would love for me, for me personally, just Tyler, that mm-hmm. I can go back and change history. I would have Oregon win that national championship just so that, like, <laughs> all those like, Pac-12. Here you, like, here you, you go, Pac-12. You take my stance where I'm just like, the Pac-12 can be good. <laughs> yeah. Wait, listen, you and I are Pac-12 advocates. You are I such live a out Pac-12. here now, man. Well, you're such a Pac-12 advocate, you moved I out moved. to LA to prove it. <laughs> Again, the only sports channel I currently have is the Pac-12 network. This is The insane. hardest sports channel in the world to get. <laughs> so I've so as we side note, as we've, you know, started preparing this stuff and we're recording, I actually threw on the SEC network in the background. It's on right now. And it's like South Carolina Day. You know how they do that in yeah, the summer? Yeah, they takeovers. They're just showing the South any, Carolina. I didn't get any promos for that at all because I'm in <laughs> California. 
I didn't well, know a Florida Gator Day takeover was happening. It did. It did happen. Um, well, Tyler, look, you're not missing much. I'm literally watching the South Carolina spring game from last year. So it's not much. I don't know anyway. why they put spring games on those things. Like Me too. It's because you don't um, have games to show. To, right. Just to, just to wrap up on 2014, um, the Heisman Trophy winner for this year was Marcus Mariota. Um, the Doak Walker Award, the best running back, Melvin Gordon, Wisconsin. Really? I'm going to give you another name, Tyler, that you know, and it will access a part of your brain that you did not know you had access to still. The best defensive player in the country, Scooby Wright out of Arizona. Wow. You remember Scooby Wright? Scooby Wright. That man was a beast (laughs) of a linebacker, like (laughs) 70,000 tackles. Oh, man. It was great. And then, of course, as I said before. Scooby Wright. Scooby Wright. Right. I saw that name and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is what we're dealing with. Okay, cool. I'm a freshman in college again. All right. Um, and then, of course, all of the coaching awards, literally all of the coaching awards went to Gary Patterson. So nice. that's what we dealt with that year. Um, conference champions um, that weren't addressed in this playoff. Um, Marshall won Conference USA. The American had a three-way tie with UCF, Cincinnati, and Memphis. That's weird. Um, Aren't those like the, the Mac- three teams that have won every single conference since that? <laughs> yeah, and then in 2014, they all won it together. So I don't know. Weird rules. Um, and then the MAC was won by Northern Illinois, and the Sun Belt was won by Georgia Southern. So just so we Hell know yeah. what happened there. All Tyler, right. we're moving forward, my friend. 2015, this was my first year of college. This was your freshman year in college. Yes, this yeah. is the beginning of the Jim McElwain era, which – Oh boy. Um seemed fine at the time. It, it I can confidently say it was better than what we had in the sense that it what, what had had to happened. I don't know if I you blame, agree with that. I blame my Lord and Savior, Will Greer, and I'll leave it at that. I'm not okay. at liberty All right. to disclose more information. I I'm thank our that. Lord and Savior Will Greer. It was long. Oh, game. I do. It was long every game. night. Up until week seven. Up until week seven. Now, I'm, I'm talking about to to throw to single-handedly tank the rest of Jim McElwain's tenure at Florida to get Dan Mullen hired. I was I was going to say that. I was long game, long game. Long game. Will Greer is playing Chinese checkers. We're out here playing playing go fish. Um all right, 2015 playoffs. I'm going to read off what the 12 would have been in order. Number 1, you have Clemson, number 2 Alabama, number 3 Michigan State, number 4 Oklahoma. Those are the four buys. Number 5 is Iowa, number 6 is Stanford who won the Pac-12. Number seven is Ohio State. Number eight, Notre Dame. No expletives added. Number nine, Florida State. Number 10, North Carolina. Mm. Number 11, TCU. And number 12, the winner of the American, Houston. I want to remind you, Tyler, this Houston team was really good. I remember how good this Houston team was. (laughs) This Houston team beat Oklahoma and Florida State. No, that was... Yes. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. This is the one. This is the one. Because the next year's um, team also beat Oklahoma. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, Oklahoma. Oklahoma just like rotates opponents that they lose to two years at a time. So in 15 and 16, it was Houston. And then in 19 and 20, it was Kansas State. So that's just the way it goes. Um, all right, Tyler. Let's let's jump in here. I want to go ahead before we start off. I want to read you some of the um some of the players, some of the head coaches, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the Heisman Trophy winner with an asterisk it was Derrick Henry, but the real Heisman Trophy winner in our eyes was 
our Lord and Savior Christian McCaffrey. It was it's a full blown conspiracy. Call he, everyone your elected officials are in on it. <laughs> all right, they're trying to steal it from Christian McCaffrey. You know what? But my favorite part of that season was Christian McCaffrey going full uh, re- Kobe Bryant, uh, R.I.P. Mamba revenge game and Mamba mentality in well, the Rose Bowl. Keep that uh, keep that holstered because I think. I imagine because these things are decided before the playoffs that that would largely play out the same way. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) You know what? We we may have a, uh, (laughs) I'm not going to lie. We may have a Stanford national title winner off of the backs of Christian McCaffrey. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Um, Other players, the Davey O'Brien award uh, went to Deshaun Watson, formerly our quarterback, obviously with recent developments, we don't claim him anymore. Um, but the original sideline judgment player, um, we have, uh, Connor cook won the Johnny Unitas golden arm award. Okay. Of course he did. Uh, you have Hunter Henry winning the best tight end of the year award. Oh, that, that makes sense. In, out of Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, and then coach of the year out of the six coach of the year awards, five of them were won by, um, the, the day that college football players get paid is the day I quit Dabo Sweeney. And one of them which, was one, which made sense <laughs> at, in the time. At the time, I mean, Clemson is the first time they'd ever been this good. Like very, very true. And then the other one went to Kirk Ferentz out of Iowa. This was all. Yeah, Iowa was undefeated going into their conference championship game. Yes, they were. So they were. That makes sense too. Um, conference champions. Before we continue forward. Uh, Alabama SEC, Stanford Pac-12, Michigan State Big Ten, Clemson ACC, Oklahoma Big 12, and in the group of five, the American, we have Houston, the MAC, we have Bowling Green, uh, Mountain West, San Diego State, Sunbelt, Arkansas State, and that's interesting, Oh wow. and Conference USA, Western Kentucky. That Western Kentucky team was coached by none other than... I don't want to say it. Former Oregon and Florida State and current, current. FAU... <laughs> And current FAU football coach, what's Bringing his name? Bringing them back to greatness, obviously. What's his name? Nothing could go wrong. William Taggart. William Taggart. Yes, he did coach that Western Kentucky team. Um, all right, Tyler. To the bracket I go. I'm clicking marker on my pen. And let's dive into this, Tyler. All right. First, First matchup. Game. First matchup. Uh, Eight versus nine. Notre Florida Dame. State Florida traveling State. to South Bend hmm. to take on Notre Dame. Now, I would like to dub this game, Tyler, the modern convicts versus Catholics. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. What a Am stating remark. Um, <laughs> uh, this was the FSU team. No, yeah, no. This was this had was, some this troubles. Post Jameis. Um, this was pre- post Jameis, pre DeAndre Francois. So this was the one year mm-hmm. that was quarterbacked by I, I I I can't remember these random white guy quarterbacks names. Um, <laughs> was Sean something like? Isn't this I, the guy that transferred up. over to Alabama later on? No, no, I maybe think it was. Tyler's a, looking la, it up la, right la, now. La, la. So okay, Everett Golson was the start. Yes, um, that didn't go well. No. Then it was Sean McGuire. Sean McGuire. I remember that guy. Yeah. Sean he definitely McGuire. looks but, like he played at Alabama. But um, absolutely. No, uh Alabama had the guy transfer from Florida State. That's what James it is. Coker, who won the national championship in real life. Um there we go. 
or in in the in the timeline that we inhabit not in the exactly, alternate yes. timeline where things mm-hmm. were just as real we just didn't experience them exactly. so because and this was also this was the deshaun kaiser year yes this was okay well that's all i needed to know um <laughs> i'm taking notre dame because mm-hmm. i don't trust like deshaun kaiser is not very good at professional football but I, in a game of college football, I will take Deshaun Kaiser over Sean McGuire. You know, uh, you know that I listen to the Bill Simmons podcast and uh, his antics, Deshaun Kaiser being drafted in the second round by the Cleveland Browns led Bill Simmons to call him um, uh, Kaiser Soze, like in The Usual Suspects, because it's oh, a guy boy. that doesn't exist and somehow is just there. And that's kind of how... <laughs> kaiser's uh quarterbacking career went he just like feels like he doesn't exist but he's there (laughs) you know what i mean i agree with you um the i'm not gonna say that the the wheels were falling off of the truck with florida state at this point but um they definitely had a couple flat tires they had to change the flat tires well this was the gap year that so this i i will relate it to a very recent experience that i had with with tires um Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) i recently Busted two of my tires. However, oh. at the time, I only thought I busted one. So I had oh. AAA come change it with my spare because one was really messed up. Great. I was able to drive it back home. And I got the like tire bad tire pressure sign. But I was like, I got a spare. And of course it says that. It says that when it's cold too. Um, <laughs> and get home, walk out of the car. And only 30 minutes later when I'm home, do I hear the sound of the other tire slowly losing air. Oh. In which case... So this was very much the first tire. Like this was, Got I mean, it. this year was good, but this was definitely a sign. It was, mm-hmm. it was what a lot of people consider to be a gap year because DeAndre Francois would be the quarterback next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of showing small signs, especially with the off the field stuff that it wasn't trending yeah. in the right direction. Then right. the next year would be that drive home where you think everything's cool. And then after that, it just falls apart. And then the um, Alabama game is the and second you, And tire. you don't have a spare tire, so you can't drive to work. Um, exactly. Um, yeah, so but basically, so a long way to say that I'm taking Notre Dame in this. Um, uh, yes, I am as well. I am as well. Um, all right, moving forward, Tyler. The number 12 ranked Houston Cougars travel to Iowa to take on the Hawkeyes. Now, I have getting to win. So I have many questions about this, Tyler. Is... Is it a night game? Is Iowa implementing the Purdue concept? What is the Purdue concept? You're wearing all black and you're beating a team that you shouldn't at home. That is the Purdue concept. Um, Is Iowa wearing all black is really my biggest question because the uniform here has a lot to do. Not a lot to do, but um, psychologically, I think. I'm not sure what to I'm not sure what to think because this Houston team is really, really, really good. This is uh, Tom Herman when he was good. Um, yeah. I don't know what to do, man. I don't know I what to do. I've never been more confident that Houston is going to win this game than I think anything oh, else in my life. <laughs> I've never been more confident. But okay. I, I, Houston's going to win this game. Like, Houston's going to win this game. I have no choice but to write that in. Like, though. I think that, that Iowa team, while it had a good record, was not very good in the sense that it was not... It was fine. It was, and Sergio, understand understand when I say this, it's very similar to another 2015 team, that Iowa team, if just a couple more things went their way. 
is very similar to the Florida Gators of 2015 in the sense it that is. like had a good record, but you actually critically analyze what happened. It was a very hollow record, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. now the first seven games were much better, but like in the back half, you win most of your games and you're like, yeah, that wasn't as, you know, you look at the wins and they're there, but they're, they're not that impressive. And then, well, that's what happens when you talking about Florida here. That's what happens when you have Treon Harris, at quarterback, but on the other side of the ball, you have arguably one of the greatest college football yeah. defenses of all time. So, And Iowa is a well-coached team that had, again, don't remember this white guy quarterback's name. Mm-hmm. I, I remember it now, C.J. Beathard. Um, uh, oh, that's C.J. Beathard. This, this is one of the C.J. Beathard that's teams. That's one of the years. Okay. Because this was his junior year. His senior year Makes was sense. the next year. Um, Makes sense. But it's just, I think it was a hollow kind of record and i think that houston has more to prove here so i think the group of five gets their first playoff win off the backs of the houston cougars congratulations um also houston is lower ranked than iowa so they they can actually win at kinnick stadium <laughs> um <laughs> you're higher ranked than iowa you're not gonna win yeah true 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 stadium. um uh, good all right uh i agree we'll leave it at that let's move forward uh, then we have North Carolina taking on Ohio State. They're traveling to the shoe. Tyler, this is the Mitchell Trubisky first oh, year. Yeah. Is the it? First I thought, no, I thought this was the uh, EJ. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Mitch Trubisky's the next It's been hard for me, too. I just because no, because Mitch, Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky beat DeAndre Francois is why I know that. That's true. Right, right, right. And he only played like one year. He only played. He only started one season. I know that he yeah. got some playing time at the end of this year. This was yes, yeah, that's correct. This was the year that North Carolina did better than they did with Mitch Trubisky, but then no one talked about this team. <laughs> um, right, exactly. Makes you wonder. Um, is is this a difficult thing, Tyler? Or are we just kind of throwing in Ohio State. I mean, I'm going to throw in Ohio State. Like, so this is. I, th- this I actually think best. North Carolina. I actually think North Carolina could give up. Would play really well, but I do think Ohio State's going to win this game. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott is still on the team. Yes, exactly. Not only is Zeke still on the team, but a battle. This is the worst Ohio State team in the past decade. And that is saying something because this team is still really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, Tyler. Last in the first round matchups, TCU travels out to California to take on Stanford. This Stanford team is so much better than people remember. Stanford's getting a playoff home game before Georgia. Or Tennessee or Florida. Woo. Lower your voice. Crazy. Man. Some Georgia fans might be <laughs> might get onto us. Go man. trees. <laughs> um, who do you like? Okay, okay, like? okay. Yeah, come on. Um, let's let's focus. I feel it. really like bad it? that I'm doing this to Gary Patterson again. But <laughs> me too. And I really this this is honestly, I actually don't think he'd get caught on this one. I think it's just the fact that just replace Iowa with TCU in this scenario. Iowa and the Rose mm-hmm. Bowl in our timeline with TCU at Stanford Stadium in this one yeah. because I think getting robbed of the Heisman, Christian McCaffrey's going to go off again. Yeah, I um, agree. I agree. And the way the bracket is is kind of operating here, it looks pretty favorable for Stanford, and I'll leave it at that yeah, for now. I, I agree. Um, our round two matchups, Tyler. Clemson-Notre Dame neutral site. So, and this previously this year was the uh, Clemson Notre Dame game in the rain, which Clemson won. Uh, it was a it was a game that Clemson was dominating early. Notre Dame got back into it, and then Clemson won at the at the last second. Um, I would argue this was the game where Clemson died. 
I agree because Nor- that Clemson was the game where Clemson died. Yeah, because that's the game where they should have Clemson and then they finally stopped. And we all went, whoa, what happened? Whoa, what happened was Deshaun Watson happened. And what happened, I think, is Deshaun Watson would happen again. Um, exactly. I agree. Like, Completely agree. And I don't, this game. I don't, and I don't think they would let Notre Dame back in the game at that point. Yeah. I don't think I they would either. So I mean, I wrote yeah, in Clemson. And, and the environment, I think, has a lot to do with that, like the, the mm-hmm. atmosphere. Um, right. So. It's going to be neutral site, but I, as the number one overall seed, I can guarantee you that well, they'll put them in, in I meant like New rain. Orleans. You put them what? <laughs> I meant like rain. Oh, I thought you meant like weather would probably have been a better <laughs> word for me to say now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, come on, man, threw me off. I was like atmosphere, right. environment, and like you know, all of those usually mean rain in most conversations, <laughs> but it doesn't seem to translate when you talk talking about football. <laughs> Not um, neutral site games. Um, all right, next up, Oklahoma taking on Houston. I okay. I'm going to double check this, but I believe that Houston in 2014 was. They were a one-loss team, I'm pretty sure. They were, but I want to see their I schedule them results because I want to see if they played Oklahoma this season or if they beat them the next season. You are 100% correct. They beat them the following season. This was the team that beat Florida State in the Peach, um, Bowl. In the Peach Bowl 30 by two scores. Um, they also beat Vandy. <laughs> they... They shut out Vanderbilt thirty-four to nothing. Are you serious? I'm serious. I'm I didn't serious. even know that. Like, yeah, yeah. Van- Vanderbilt went to Houston. Vanderbilt went to Houston, and Houston beat them oh thirty-four God. to nothing. Yeah, I know. Now this team dominated, dude. Fifty-two points, fifty-nine points, forty-nine points, forty-two points, fifty-nine points. They fifty-two. They they balled. They did really well. That Oklahoma team. Um, that Oklahoma team was the first Baker year, correct? Uh, yes, yeah. That Oklahoma team was the first the Baker first year. The first Baker year, yeah. Right. This is Baker so, was just another good Oklahoma quarterback. Right, um, exactly. It was just like, oh, whatever. And I believe it was Bob, yeah, it was Bob Stoops' final year. It no, was Bob Stoops' final year. The next year was his final year. Nope, I'm looking at it here. Bob Stoops' final year. You're right. Yep, Wait. Bob Stoops' Yep, they went 11 No, because 2017 was Baker's senior year when Lincoln Riley's first year. So 2016 would have been when they beat Oh, Oklahoma you're right, State you're right, you're right, you're right. Because they right, didn't right. make the playoff that year. Correct. And we all thought, they're going to be really good next year. And they mm-hmm. were, for different reasons. Exactly. <laughs> this is the year that Oklahoma So hard to keep this all together. <laughs> I know, dude. This is the year that Oklahoma went to Rocky Top and beat Tennessee 31-24 yes. early in the year. You remember that? That game was so good. That was a fantastic football game. That was a fantastic football game. Um, and then this was the year that they just wrote, like destroyed Oklahoma State at Bedlam 58-23. Oh, yeah. And another high-profile win was their win against Baylor on the road 44-34. That was the, that was the Baker breakout game. Yeah. That was the Baker breakout game, I remember. so Huh. This is tough. Yeah, because there were some good defensive performances by Oklahoma here. Granted, they were both against the Kansas schools, <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't a big deal. Um, what, what are we thinking here, Tyler? Oklahoma or Houston? This is a tough one, especially since they're playing a few months before they would play again in real life. Yeah, but at that point, they had equal prep time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also on a neutral site. This time, Oklahoma's arrested, and Houston just played a game at Iowa. So I'm a little torn... See, I'm not. When you when you spell it out like that, 
and this is taking my personal yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bias out of it. I, I, I do think Oklahoma wins a neutral site game with rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I'm After Houston that. has because, to go to they, Iowa. Because Houston and Oklahoma were both worse teams the next year. Um, Houston by a little bit of a wider margin. But that Oklahoma team the next year wasn't that, wasn't as good. This Oklahoma team is better. Correct. So that makes and, sense. And, Oklahoma and I think we underestimate the physical toll that going on the road to a big boy team like Iowa has. Especially when compared to the other teams that didn't play and they're more talented. Exactly. So exactly. Oklahoma. Yeah. See, all you guys against expansion, look at all these factors that are helping your bid the big boys. Yeah. Um, oh, but but those games, uh, but no one's going to want to watch them. That's I a absolutely lie. would watch every single one of these. I will watch all of them. Lie. And if I'm, fall- if I'm falling asleep, I don't want. You don't want to lose half the country. Maybe give them games to care about. Yeah, buddy. Anyway, obviously, um, you will, obviously, you watch all the SEC games because you care about it, and they're they're mm-hmm. good. But if the Pac-12 and the Big Twelve and the, don't ever get to play anything important, guess what? No kids gonna grow up with memories of watching their team play in something meaningful. Exactly. Sorry. You 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 tell them, Tyler. Yeah. Next up, Go I watch think the is Pac-12 probably network. <laughs> That's all you I'm have, Tyler. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> Tyler, it's the only channel Tyler has, and he, even he doesn't watch, it. Watch um, it. Next up is Bama, Ohio State, neutral site. I really don't think it's hard here. Nope, Bama. Bama. This is the this this is one of the worst. So like I said earlier, this is this one of the, the worst Ohio State the, teams. Yeah. But <laughs> the difference there is astronomical compared to yeah. This Alabama. is like, I'm pretty sure this was Nick Saban's worst championship national championship winning team i agree which is a crazy statement to get to say about a person um like Saban looks at all of his option is not is incredible like Saban looks at all of his team his title teams and goes eh, you know i wasn't too fond of that one like what derrick henry won a heisman this year and it's st- I, I genuinely still believe that it is his worst national title team allegedly um, he won a heisman allegedly. well actually disagree the Jalen Hurts two a year was no, I just, no, 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 no. I think that was a better team than this one. That's actually a good I point because that that de- yeah, that's a good point. It's defensively um, from a standpoint yeah. of the team, the teams that won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I probably agree with you. If we're just comparing Bama title teams, the Tua Hurts combination year was better than than this one. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see that. Which again, to reemphasize the point. They would still wipe it with Ohio State. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, all right. Final quarterfinal matchup. Michigan State taking on Stanford neutral site. We're, we're, we're riding in. We're the, riding Christian McCaffrey to the semis. Thank like, you. Thank you very much. Like, I, I, I want to say more about it, but I, I genuinely. Also, like Michigan State is built so similarly to Iowa, a team that. Stanford demolished. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So yeah. I'm, and you I'm know taking what? Stanford we're, to the semis. Like, and we're spared the Connor Cook. I can't get out of my own half in a in a playoff game situation. Yeah. I think. All right. Final four, Tyler. Would you look at this? Three of the four final fours. So we don't have the um, the final four that we had originally, but everyone except for Michigan state is on there and you replace them with Christian McCaffrey. Like I'm in dude. I'm in from a watchability standpoint. I'm all the way in. I mean, this is way more entertaining. Like <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. I'm going to be totally honest. It's just, uh, they'll talk about the Bama. Bama Stanford will probably, probably play out similarly to Bama mm-hmm. Michigan state. 
But yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that uh, it would be way more entertaining. Bam- um, Bama Stanford is going to be um, the Jon Snow meme where everyone's coming and he just pulls out the sword. Just by himself. Like, it, that's gonna. That's gonna. That's him. And unfortunately, spoiler alerts for Game of Thrones. Um, unfortunately, rather than survive like Jon Snow does, Chris McCaffrey's going down. We're going yeah. Bama, are we? We're going Bama. Yeah, yeah, we're going Bama on that one. Okay. And the other one is Clemson, Oklahoma, which did happen, and I feel like would happen similarly. Yeah, that Orange Bowl wasn't too kind to Oklahoma. It was. It was a Clemson. Yeah. Look what I can do, fest. Yeah. So the national title is the number one Clemson Tigers against the number two Alabama Crimson Tide. That's crazy. That's so wild. Um, well, not only is it that, the national title is a rematch, is the exact same game that we saw in arguably one of the best national title games since that game Texas, was amazing. Since I, the Texas USC game, it's probably the best title game we've had. I, I would think the one the next year where Deshaun uh, won at the last second. Oh, I'm confusing better. the games then. I'm confusing well, this the game. This game was also a shootout. So this game, like, it's just that mm, this game right. ended with three minutes left and that game ended with one second left. Um, exactly, exactly. And it was one of those things where it's like three minutes of like, all right, Bama's up 10, so like they could lose, mm. but not they like probably that. won't. Um, right. So who wins that, this, this game? This was the year of the Cyrus, the Cyrus uh, I think it was Cyrus Drake or Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. Cy- there's somebody else. Kenyon, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. Took the the kickoff back to the house. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's um, right. I remember to that. help extend the lead to a point of like, because the Tigers just went on like a grueling drive. They got mm-hmm. it back within like three points. All right. Let's see what the defense can do. Kickoff return touchdown. I remember that. I remember uh, that. Right back down two scores. Um, yeah. But uh, so who wins it? Is it, does I Bama think, win in a similar game? I think they would. Okay. Just, just Clemson- because I don't feel super comfortable changing that outcome without anything in my mind to indicate that it's very clear, you know, like Bama played Stanford, a very similar team to Michigan state and this universe Clemson played the same team that they played. Um, right. So I just don't, I don't see enough different on the board to have me lean a different way than what happened. I complete, I completely agree. And this is Clemson Bama one. So remember yeah. we get like three of those games. So this is the start. And it would be starter. even crazier if we got them again, because of how hard it is to get there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. So that's 2015. And then the last one we're going to do today, Tyler is 2016. I'm excited for this. This one. is, this is where it gets a little more interesting. My guy. Yeah. All right. This is the first year that real true controversy entered the playoff. In my opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was, and it got, it got worse the next year, but like this was the first year because previously there'd be disagreements, but nobody really had a problem. Like mm-hmm. the Baylor TCU thing was kind of like, yeah, one of them deserves to be in there, but at the end of the day, I don't think anybody got too mad about that because then Ohio State won the whole thing. So exactly, it kind of proved their, everyone. Their argument is gone. Exactly. Um, yeah, and it was also that, that... it's arguing against Ohio State and Urban Meyer's Ohio State. So right. it's hard right. to do. This was the first year with the Penn State Ohio State thing that real and and Washington being kind of thrown into that real mm-hmm. true controversy was created. Like, so let, let me paint the picture real quick. So the final college football playoff rankings, the actual ones from 2016 were Bama one, Clemson two, Ohio state three, Washington four. And on the outside looking in Penn state five in the new system, the top five would be Alabama one, Clemson two, Washington three, Penn state four, because they won because their they won conference. The conference championship. They won their conference, which means 
since they are one of the four highest ranked conference champions, they are slotted in the top four. The reason that I put, and not I put, but would this would have happened that Washington was bumped up to three was because in the real rankings, Ohio State was slated at three. But if you're replacing Ohio State with Penn State in that top four, you then have to go off of the original rankings. So that means that Washington would slip slip up to four to three. I'm sorry. Penn State would take that four spot and Ohio State got moved to number five. Make sense, Tyler? Absolutely. Awesome. So now we did that. The rest of that was Michigan at six, Oklahoma at seven. They were the big um, Big 12 champions. Wisconsin at eight, USC at nine, Colorado at 10, Florida State at 11, and then Western Michigan at 12. They were originally ranked 15th. They went 13-0. and 0. So a MAC team went out there mm-hmm. and got that last spot. So They get to play Ohio State. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, a little bit of a summary as to what was going on this season. Um, you have Lamar Jackson winning the Heisman Trophy. Mm-hmm. You have Mike McIntyre from Colorado winning... Um, Mike McIntyre from Colorado winning coach of the year. Deserved. Uh, your, your conference champions in other conferences. Uh, you have Temple winning the American. San Diego State winning the Mountain West. Western Kentucky winning the Conference USA. And Sunbelt was a tie between App State and Arkansas State. So those are the other teams that were going on there. Um, other notable names that you still have going on here. Jabril Peppers over at Michigan was playing well. Pat Mahomes was doing his thing at Texas Tech. Now I want to remind everyone, Pat Mahomes was not the college quarterback, was not the same quarterback he is now that he was in college. He was throwing up some numbers, and I believe this was the the year we had the legendary Oklahoma-Texas Tech 100-point combined uh, game. Yeah, I think that was this year. Other notable players, Ruben Foster on Alabama on the defense, Jonathan Allen on Alabama, um... D.D. Westbrook on Oklahoma, Adoree Jackson on USC. There's some some good players in this. Yeah, uh, no. This some is some really uh, good players in this this, this year. year. This is a good year. This is a fun year of college football. This was a um, fun all right. year. All right, Tyler. Going back to it, let's let's hop into the bracket here. I re- you know real quick, I mm-hmm. want to I want to ask you a little trick question. Do it. Look at the 12 teams that are in this bracket. And it also applies to the Mm -hmm. one from 2015. What is there only one of? What is there only one of? Mm -hmm. Out of all 12 Um, teams, of the top 12 teams in college football, what is there only one of? In 2016? In 2016. Would that be a big 12 team? There's only one SEC team in this list. It is Alabama. Oh. I didn't even notice that. And I don't even, I'm not, not to say that that's wrong. I think these are the correct rankings because I remember this year and these mm-hmm. teams deserve to be where they were. But it is do interesting. You know, do you know the next highest ranked SEC team? Do you remember? So, okay, this is 2016. Georgia was kind yeah. of an eight and five team that year. It would, yeah. we played in the SEC championship that year. We won the East. Yeah, yeah. we got, we won the East. We got smacked. Uh, yeah, we won the East. So we would be the next East team. As far as the West goes, Auburn wasn't very good this year. Uh, but, but they're the next highest ranked SEC team. Really? They went they went eight and four and they were ranked fourteenth. 
there would be. And so so we got FSU at eleven, Oklahoma State twelve, Louisville thirteen, underranked, Auburn at fourteen, Western Michigan at fifteen, West Virginia at sixteen, and then Florida at seventeen. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's only one. These were the days where Alabama actually was completely controlling the conference, and they still kind of do. But now I think with different coaching hires and things going on, mm-hmm. teams have gotten better, in my opinion. Um, Tyler, the only other SEC ranked teams after Florida are LSU and Tennessee. Georgia has been finished ranked. Wow. Yeah. Look how far we've come. Look how far we've come. All right. Let's no, get but, into but, it. But, but, that, but that was really interesting because the whole narrative around you know, is all oh, the SEC is just trying to get two teams yeah. in or three teams in, blah, blah, blah. But and, in this situation, only and one there, SEC And in 2014, there were three SEC teams uh, mm-hmm. in in the playoff. They were Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Alabama. <laughs> uh, so two of them you would never expect. And in 2015, Alabama was the only SEC team. And in 2016, Alabama was the only SEC team. Like, so, I, so that seems to be a narrative that has popped up since 2017, um, which, which we valid, will get to in it part It kind of shows that I don't know if that would continue is my, my thing. Like, okay. Right, right, right. Everything is cyclical. I think everything is yeah. cyclical. Interesting. Wow. Great. Great observation, Tyler. Thank you. Um, all right, let's hop in. All right. Ooh. Eight, okay. nine, Wisconsin, USC in, in Madison. I have to, in my opinion, I have to take USC here because, because you live in LA. No, <laughs> although yes, but no, uh, um, <laughs> It is it is mostly because that was the Sam Darnold first year starting team that beat yes. Penn State. I remember this. This yes, yes. is one of the hottest teams I think I've ever seen play. That Rose Bowl was one of the best bowl games full stop that we've seen yeah. in a long time. And and that and that USC team was one of the hottest teams I have ever seen. Like they just were on a roll for reasons that they probably shouldn't have been. Um so I think USC would win this game. And I because I'm thinking that carries over. Right. You know, they don't even things they don't even get to play Washington in this in this situation because they right. are not conference they don't get to go into the conference championship. Like because mm-hmm. they lost to Colorado early in the year. That was Sam Donald's, I believe, first game. He didn't lose a single game for the rest of the year after that. Um so I think USC would beat Wisconsin in this situation because this is the this is the year Wisconsin was good this year, but they weren't they were better the next year. Um, agreed so i think usc would win that game yeah yeah i no disagreements from me there i think if you just extrapolate the um intensity of that rose bowl game and just apply it to a playoff game i think that transfers over and sam darnold while mixed opinions in the nfl uh can't deny that in college he was really good he was good really good quarterback he was really good this year he wasn't as good as second year like Mm-hmm. But like again, this is this was one of the hottest teams I've ever seen. Like right, but yeah, yeah. All right, moving on, moving on, Tyler. All right, Ohio State hosting Western Michigan. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on this. It's Ohio we don't need State. to spend any time. Good on for you, Western Michigan. Michigan. Though you got a playoff game, you'd have to go too far. Your fans probably go to this one. Like um, yeah, yeah, you, they they can. It's going to be in Columbus. Yeah. All right, moving on from that. Number seven, Oklahoma playing number 10, Colorado. I think this is one of the best Colorado seasons that have had in a long time. I still don't think it would have beat Baker Mayfield. I agree. But considering Colorado played Oklahoma State in the bowl game that year, I'm pretty sure 
and waxed them. Like Oklahoma State waxed them. Yeah. And Oklahoma destroyed that team. <laughs> um, so I think Oklahoma will win that game. No arguments from me. All right. Number six is number 11. Michigan hosts FSU. Now, we actually saw this game that season in the Orange Bowl. Um, we did. Michigan played FSU. Michigan lost. It was a super close game. I remember watching it. It was very fun. Like It, it was objectively a very entertaining yeah, it was very tight. Of football game. It was very tight. If I remember correctly, FSU jumped out to a lead early, and then Michigan battled back the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then I believe a fluke play in the sense FSU scored late in a way that they shouldn't have. Yeah. I think like, it was a blocked field goal. I don't remember. Question mark. I think, I think it was either like a, it was one of those things where somebody thought they tackled the person and then they kept going. Nah, or, yeah. No, something like that. I remember what it was. I remember something what crazy. it was. Uh, they, Michigan took the lead and then immediately gave up a kickoff for a touchdown. <laughs> um, <laughs> So oh, Jim Harbaugh, <laughs> it's, it's a hard thing because I'll now Jabil Preppers didn't play in that game and he would play in this game, I imagine, because he said it was because he wasn't feeling good. But let's be honest, we all know what it was. Um, mm-hmm, exactly. And well, if it's I a playoff respect game, that decision completely, but if it's a playoff game, it'd be different. And it's at home. This was the best Michigan team. Well, the year before, prior was probably the best Michigan team. This was the most high profile and justifiably so Michigan team that we've seen in a while. Um, well, remember, this is the Michigan team that was going neck and neck with Ohio State and Penn State. This is one of the best Big 12, uh, Big 10, sorry, years in a long time because the three of them were going they were all head, good. To head to head. They were all good. And I believe it was Michigan lost like a rainy game to someone like, I don't know if it was Purdue, but it was like a Purdue. Yeah. One of those games. And it was like, oh my gosh, they just took it themselves out of it. And then it was Iowa. There you go. And then after that, they played Ohio State, and they were just not up for it, and they, they ended up and losing. It's still debated to this day whether they won yep. or not. Um, it is still debated to this day about and that I, game. I Who knows what that, happens? That 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 outcome. You don't notice it in the moment, but that outcome changed a lot of things. Like, Very um, much so. So so does that outcome, the Iowa loss and the controversial overtime Ohio State loss, does that? trickle over into this game against FSU, even though the game is in Ann Arbor. And we know that FSU, this is the game that gave FSU the false hopes of, oh, we're going to beat Bama next season. And then, you know, life happened. I actually think that Michigan, because it was so close in real life in Florida, I think that Michigan can win this game because it's at home and it's in the Mm -hmm. cold. Agreed. You're taking Florida boys and you're putting them up in North. And I do think it's hard thing to have to judge, but I think it matters. Like, as no, two Florida not only, boys, as two resident Florida boys here, I can only one of imagine which, what it's like. One of which just spent the win, the north, uh, winter in the Northeast. So can 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 confirm it does get cold up here. Yeah. Um, no, but I think, and I also think that that's this is this is the most interesting game of the ones that we've done today because I think not only do you have the Iowa loss for Michigan, the controversial Ohio State loss for Michigan, but if FSU loses this game, does this expedite Jimbo Fisher? Because the entire thing that happened with Jimbo Fisher was because they got trounced by Bama after having unrealistic expectations. <clears throat> Miami this year. <clears throat> um, unrealistic expectations. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, hold up. There are people that believe Miami will do more than raise a fingernail against Alabama next year? They exist. Oh, boy. I have heard it. 
The, the, the one good thing about living out in California where nobody cares about sports is I don't have to hear about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, considering you that don't. I'm moving, I'm moving home the week of that game. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait. Can't wait, Tyler. Can't wait to be at Publix with all these people in Miami gear going, we're going to beat Bama and me in the corner hey. drinking my tea. Kermit <laughs> over here. Oh, man, I got to bleep that out. I will actually bleep this one out. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you see what happens when we talk about college football teams I don't like? Do you see what happens, Tyler? Do you see what happens? And hey, Miami's it makes you feel the- better. It's feel better. 2016 was the 4-8 and eight Notre Dame year. All right, that does make me feel a bit better. Okay. It does make me feel better. But anyway, this is such a sliding doors game where – it it kind of sent Michigan down that spiral of we're going to max out at nine wins or whatever. And it kind of gave FSU the false expectations that they were going to be competitive against Bama. And then the injury didn't help things. And then that was just the year that well, sent Jimbo Fisher packing. You could argue that would have made that year better because they would not have expected to beat Alabama. <laughs> um, and well, I think a lot happened with DeAndre Francois I mean, getting hurt and James Blackman yeah. playing quarterback at I think maybe, six foot maybe three, 160 maybe, pounds. Maybe the shock like that year will go just as bad. But I yeah, think maybe yeah. the whiplash of that first first to second game will not be as great, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If they lost that. this playoff game. But right. then again, they'd be like made it back to the playoffs, baby. Um, right. <laughs> what is that? Three years in a row, like it would yeah. be. It would be three years in a yeah, row. This would be the last year. <laughs> um, it would be. Uh, so. so yeah, Michigan, I think would win. Okay, we'll put it in Michigan. Wow, what a what a conversation that took so many avenues, including the University of Miami and me having to bleep out another curse word. Next up, we are in the quarterfinal round. Uh, Bama taking on that USC team that we both really like, but no. not as much as Bama. Right. Oh no no! Bama's gonna win this game, but I okay. would love to watch this game. Like I this would be a see, fun one. Like I I would want to see it. I think if some things go, USC could win this game. I yeah. I generally think with how hot that team is playing and the way and they them winning via their quarterback, mm-hmm. that the avenue is there because that's how Clemson won that year. Yeah, except for Clemson, Clemson was a way better team, but like. Similar format in the sense that winning via a quarterback taking over, and Sam Darnold has always played his best when he's not doesn't have to think. Correct. Um, so you just let him play, hurry up all game. They could definitely do it. But this was this was the the good Jalen Hurts year, mm-hmm. um, and he, around this time he started to show signs of wear and tear. The big thing to me is that he only showed signs of being not as good when he faced really good defenses, mm-hmm. uh, they still, they dropped like 50 on Florida, but even Florida kind of made it a little weird sometimes with Jalen hurts. They didn't win because yeah. Jalen hurts in that game. Washington made him look bad. And then Clemson, he made plays against Clemson, but Clemson for the most part, locked that Alabama offense down compared to what they've been. USC doesn't have the defense to do that. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. USC has the offense to be able to keep pace. It's very, I think it's very similar to the Florida team from last year where we had the offense to be able to keep up with Alabama, but we did not have the defense to be able to get the stops necessary to win the football game. Mm -hmm. I could see a similar game. I could see a similar, this Bama USC game could probably go like the bowl, the Rose bowl went with Penn state. I can see that happening, but with, um, obviously with uh, reversal of fortunes. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Yes. I'm taking Bama on that one. All right, next up, Penn State and Ohio State. Oh, boy. Oh, 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is why we do these things. Yes. This it's is why every, we do these yes, things. Yes, all of it. Yes. Sergio, what, what, what's your vibe? What's your, what's your feeling? Because I have many my, things I think about this. Like, you know my gut? You know my gut? To, who was the quarterback for this Ohio State team? I think For the Ohio State team, thing. this is JT Barrett. Yeah. Oh, shoot. He's really good. Um, Dude, but this was 2016 Trace McSorley. This is we are at its finest. This is Joe Moorhead running the show like this. Okay, here's the thing. Ohio State beat you – know, Penn State beat Ohio State that season on a fluke. They did. In the wideout, in like in the early kind of to mid part of the season, and then then here's what happened: Penn State got better every single game after that. They Penn did. State was amazing. I Penn State I thought was playing better than Ohio State that game. The only thing is Ohio State only lost that one game, and it was a fluke that they lost. You mm-hmm. can't deny that Penn State won that thing on a fluke. They blocked right. the kickoff. Yeah, uh, they were, no, they blocked a field goal attempt and they ran it back. Like that's how they won. You don't that you don't teach that. Mm-hmm. But Penn State was playing out of their wor- out of this world. By the end of the year, and 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 the and I think that's the reason why there was so much outcry of oh how are you going to put Ohio State there blah 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 because not only did Penn State get the head to head win but Penn State was playing I think better they're playing better if the they the won season. the conference but were playing like eh like winning games by three points that'd be mm-hmm. one thing but they did right. they were killing people like are we are we talking ourselves into Sean Clifford Saquon Barkley and it's Trace uh, McSorley Trace Don't McSorley dare. That was the first Sean Clifford is Trace McSorley. <laughs> Don't you freaking dare. All right. It was a cardinal sin. That was a cardinal sin. My fault. They are not even in the same league. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um man, I'm this not is, gonna lie. I'm this, not gonna lie to you, Tyler. This is uh this year may this football season watching Jim McElwain just annihilate the football program with the exception of recruiting. He recruited pretty decently. He he was able to identify lower tier, like three-star guys that ended up having a big impact for us. Yeah. But anyway, I thought about transferring solely, solely for football purposes. I was like, man, really look, no, I mean, not seriously, but I, I definitely watched those Penn state games going, wow. What would it be like if I was in that crowd? You know what I mean? Yeah, I looked at no, it and I was no, like, no, man, yeah, I get that would envy. be fun. I guess I wouldn't say I was thinking about transferring. I gotta say, but I definitely, like, I definitely. No, get it at heart. You know me, but yeah, I definitely was like, man, it would be fun to be a Penn State student it, right it now. Absolutely, I'm one of my yeah. You know, I could I could have go, gone to Penn go State to which one is, day. I me too. Me too. I'm picking Penn State. I'm gonna also pick Penn State. I think it's hard to pick against Trace McSorley and Saquon Barkley, and the defense was better than people thought. Like they weren't a yeah. juggernaut, but they were better than people they were thought. Good. So. This was a good team. Sorry, Ohio State, but um, yeah, Penn State, get in there, right. my guy. And also, it's important to note, Penn State has the bye. In this yeah, situation, Penn State has, a Penn State has situation. the bye. It's um, neutral side. Ohio, I would State, put I mean, Ohio State played Western Michigan, so it's not like it means so, so much. But, like, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's not Toledo. You have right. to, like, which I don't know why I said Toledo. Toledo's fine. Um, you know, anyway, yeah, I think Penn State wins this because they have the bye. Last thing before we move on. It's a neutral site game. What if they played in Ann Arbor? Why would they play it in Ann Arbor? Because like, it was because it was a three headed race the whole year, and it was Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan. Yeah, but they would in just Michigan. play it in like the Detroit Stadium. Ah, oh, whatever. You're no fun. Anyway, I'm j- or they, no, they'd play it in the Colts Stadium. In the oh yeah, yeah, it would be an indie. 
It would be an Indian. I mean, which would correct. actually be a better. I, idea. I can't even get hung up on the how crazy it'd be as if it was in Ann Arbor by the fact that like they would never do that. <laughs> like they would. <laughs> The, the mayor, everyone who lives in Ann Arbor would never allow that to happen. <laughs> like, yeah, right. It would it would be um, insane. All right, right. Moving on. Clemson in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I mean, this was the, in, in our timeline. Clemson won the national title this year. And I think that they would. I think they'd beat Oklahoma. Oklahoma oh. will make Oklahoma. No, 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 no. Clemson's winning this game. OK. Oklahoma's going to make noise. In next year's. Oh, you bet your bottom dollar. I'm telling you right now, be prepared for part two. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right. That's all I'll say. It's a teaser for part two. This next one's really good. Number three, Washington versus number six, Michigan. Mm -hmm. Mm. Okay. So going off of the one game can change everything. Does the win over FSU redeem not completely because you lose in Iowa and then losing against your biggest rival winning a playoff game is a good thing it, like, it's it's a well, good little little remedy well for part it. of the reason that losing Ohio State sinks so much is that was an immediate playoff eliminator I don't I, think, I don't think it's that I think it's they hadn't beaten them in a while that's also true. the best number two they, the best chance they've had they I mean let's call a spade a spade just like Louisville should have beaten Clemson in that game Oh, they should have won that game. They should have won the football game. Like it was a it was a referee error. It was a spot error. Like it was unjust in that sense. Well, you know, even, it's the way the cookie crumbles. But if you believe that the ref got the call wrong, or if you don't, it doesn't really matter. The fact that you leave it down to a fourth You're deciding a game in overtime. What a kind of our rule here is that like the same thing with refs is like if you put the game in a position to be decided right. by the ref late in the game. That's kind of your own fault. You had 59 minutes. In this case, you had more than 59 minutes. <laughs> that's that's one of the sideline judgment. That's one of the sideline judgment ten commandments. Like you like, cannot you cannot let the referees and or outside obstacles decide the game for you. You yeah. should have done something else in the other 59 minutes of football to make to be able to win the game. Hey, I agree if, you, if you didn't want to go to overtime. Don't let them drive down to kick a game tying field goal. Like, yep. you could have won yep. the game there. <laughs> could have won the game there. Don't throw a pick six in like the second quarter. <laughs> so, on your own like three yard line. So, with that in mind, right? With okay. the little remedy that was winning a playoff game, albeit against the an FSU program that's on well, that, the that year, they were good. Right. right. Um, what do you think they do going up against Washington? Which iteration well, of of Jake this, are we getting? A this is tough because this would be new, this would be neutral sites. This is Jacob Browning sophomore year. Um, yes, this was his best year. They weren't playing as well this point in the year. This is the wa- this is the year you fell in love with the Huskies. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I will say, to me, this is a game about matchups because this is two of the best defenses in the country, Washington and Michigan. Against mm-hmm. two offenses that are good, but quarterbacks by, you know, average, like it's basically, do you think that, uh, Wilton Spate, who do you think is better? Wilton Spate or Jake Browning, uh, Jake Browning, Jake Browning. I think Jake Browning is better more than that. I think miles Gaskin is, Oh, that's right. Is this better. is the Gaskin year and one of the Gaskin years. It's tough because I do feel like Michigan and Washington are very similar teams. And in that case, when it's very similar teams and they're on similar levels, anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not surprised. So what me. you're telling me is it's a good game. It's Oh, it's a great game. There you go. I don't know. Like, 
I could truly see either of these teams winning it. I want to lean Washington because I think Washington's defense is better than Michigan's was that year. And I think Miles Gaston is the X factor because Michigan's running game was fine. They had good running backs had a good offensive line. Wilton Spate was fine. Their wide receivers were good. Julius Peppers was there. Sorry, not Julius Peppers, Jabril Peppers. Um, but Washington had an excellent defense and they, they still had Washington still had John Brown and Dante Pettis and they had Miles Gaskin. Yeah. I think once you once you name off those weapons and Jake Browning is a serviceable, I would call him an above average college quarterback. I think he was a good college quarterback. I mean, he has like all the Pac-12 win records. I think I think he's an above average college quarterback. I, I wouldn't yeah. just say good. I think I think he's I think he's not a I, schmuck. I think in 2016, Jake Browning could have gone to 85% of universities and instantly started. I could probably agree with that. I think so. And I think because of that, I'm with you combined with those weapons. I forgot John Brown was there. Yeah, give me, I'll take Washington over Michigan. And also, I, I really do think this, Michigan is a program that whether it's just or not, Michigan is a program that kind of gets in their own head. I would and, agree with that. And I think as I think they're the better football team than Florida State in this year. So that's why I think they win that I first agree. round game. Yeah. But I don't think they can get over the we blew it against Iowa. We were robbed. They were they're still yelling about being robbed well, against it, Ohio it, State. In their mindset play, right like, now, they're like, why did we not have a bye? Right. We screwed exactly. ourselves out of a bye. Rather than saying, we, hey, look, we made it to this round, this and that, whatever. Yeah, they're they, thinking, why didn't we have a bye? Because that right. all year they have been in the top four. Exactly. Because uh, that, that's the other thing you have to remember about this when you th- when you do this exercise is that just making it to number six isn't, depending on where you came from, is really a thing. Because if you started off the season unranked and you climbed into that, that's one thing. Or if you're Colorado, just getting to a playoff game in a season you didn't even expect to be good, it's incredible. Michigan expected to have a bye. Mm-hmm. Michigan expected to win the conference. And they are the third ranked Big, big Ten team. And, and and I think they brought it upon themselves because this is the first year that Michigan is really getting that success with um, with Harbaugh. This mm-hmm. is the yes, we made the right decision. Harbaugh came home. He's leading the alma mater. We're gonna do this. We're gonna look at what he did with Stanford. Look at what he did with the Niners. And he's doing it here with Michigan. And then all of a sudden, boom, they fall on their face against Iowa. Boom, they get unjust. They unjustly lose, but they continue to complain about it. And they kind of get to this peak way too early as a fan base and as a program that some kind of adversity, like what they suffered, they can't kind of dig themselves out of it. Even though they fail to realize that over the past five years, they really weren't at the level they should have been. You know what I mean? Yeah, I gotcha. It, it's a psychological matchup. And I, uh, Michigan's not just playing Washington, they're playing themselves as well. Okay. And now and Washington, like, oh, Washington's just like, man, playoff by <laughs> number three seed. Life is good. <laughs> yeah, listen, we're in Seattle, man. They, they're like, probably like, we can win it. <laughs> yeah, um, obviously. Uh, okay. Washington it is. That's Move a good, that, I liked that um, Michigan discussion, by the way. I think it's important to have those discussions to get the full understanding of what was going on in college football this in this particular year. You know what I mean? So, absolutely. All right, Tyler. Semi. What's the final four? Semi. Bama is going to play Penn State, and then Clemson will play Washington. I like that we're getting some new stuff here. I do. Um, Can I can I pick which one we go with first? I'm actually Clemson and Washington. We're going to go with first because I'm very confident that Clemson is going to win that game. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. Super confident. 
So Clemson will win that game. Washington put up a good fight mid semis, which means more this time than it. You want a playoff game, so be happy right. about that. Right. I and you're I able, to get, and you're able you. to get a buy, and you're able. To I will. I will always love you. <laughs> Bama versus Penn State. Now, I want you to listen to me when I say this. Don't think I'm crazy. Before you say that, I want you to know I am wide open here. Okay. I'm heavily considering picking Penn State on this. Like, I'm I'm not as surprised as you thought I would be. Okay, because okay, well, just look at Bama's. Okay, even if they win this, their Clemson's mm-hmm. beating them. Because look at Bama's road on this map to winning a national title. They have to play Sam Darnold, 2016, 2016 Trace McSorley, and then 2016 Sean Watson. <laughs> Yeah, if, if Bama wins this title in this universe, that's the greatest Bama team ever. I was gonna say we might we might be having conversations um, about Nick's this being Nick Saban's best. No, I Keep, think go ahead and talk. I'm gonna pull up some of the rosters of other players okay. that aren't just the quarterbacks. So go ahead and think yourself right, so, out. So, while so I let, bring it up. let's let's talk about this. So USC plays Alabama in this in this world. USC loses. Uh, USC, one of the hottest teams, does not have the defense to keep that side of the ball to keep Bama from controlling the clock. You go to Penn State. Penn State has very similar offense in the sense that it is very quarterback spread, like the type that would bother Nick Saban. However, I think Penn state's defense is better. Um, not great. I'm not going to say great because they did lose to the Sam Donald team, but they also shredded the Sam Donald team in, in our timeline. So I think that this does not mat This matchup does not match up well for Bama in the sense that this is, this team is built in the way that they could beat them. And I think, again, this is the type of the year, time of the year where teams are starting to figure out Jalen Hurts kind of. Um, they slowed down Jalen Hurts a lot in the, in the playoffs in our timeline because of good defenses, shutting down the passing game. The thing is they had Bo Scarborough, so they could just run through it. Mm-hmm. I think this was, pro- this, this was Joe Moorhead at his height at Penn State. I think I think Penn State's really able to score points, and you know what? Screw it. I think Penn State would win. Let me bring up the Alabama side. Well, okay. Well, one second. They did just play Ohio State. <laughs> let me let me bring up the Alabama side. I have their schedule here. We forgot to mention something very important. Yep. Alabama beat USC fifty-two to six to open this year. That was, but Sam Darnold wasn't playing for them at that point. That's so keep true. That in mind. That's true. Different team, but I'm just saying. They saw them twice. You know that that game was a bit... Dip- the playoff game in this universe would be more difficult, obviously. That's with an playing. interesting point. They also went to the wire with Ole Miss. They won 48-43. That game was great. That was a fantastic game. Another great game um, that was closer, even though the final score was by 19. They beat Arkansas 49-30. to 30, to 30. 49-30. Arkansas put 30 points on, up yeah. on them. Um, and then they wouldn't... No other team would score more than 17 points on them up until the national title game. Um, I'm looking here at the roster. This is the Hertz year. Um, Damian Harris, this running back room is not fair. <laughs> it's, it's not really, fair. It's not man. Damian Harris, Bo Scarborough, and a freshman Josh Jacobs. He wore like number 25 at the time. Like that's I don't a, have the number on here, but you're right. No, but I, I remember Josh Jacobs started out with a number in like the 20s or something, and then he got a single digit later. This is OJ Howard. This is Jonathan Allen. Jeez. This is our Darius Stewart. 
Calvin this Ridley's is, on this team, right? Calvin Ridley. This is Robert Foster. She's This is Trevon Diggs. This and that was all on offense and on defense. <laughs> this is now I will say this is one of the best Vietnam defenses ever. So by dude, extension, dude, one dude, of the best college. One, defenses two, ever. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen NFLers. Sixteen pro players on this defense. I might take it back. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Where well, listen, I love Penn State. Me... Saquon Trace and then also Chris Godwin and um, uh, Mike Kosicki. So like, mm-hmm. Penn State's got some NFLers on them too. But I think you have a really good point. Sick dude, sixteen. Um, damn, sixteen, dude. Like. Yeah, I can't. Right, me, I can't. After you broke it down like that, I can't in good faith say that Penn State is going to win. I do. And think then, Penn and State then you look at. Well, I, I agree, but <laughs> look at. But there's something to be said about what you said before about climbing your way there. Penn State wasn't ranked up until October 30, 23rd. Then it was 24, 20, 12, 9, 8, 8, 5, 7. They lost to Michigan early in the year. They got blown out. Yeah, that was, that was bad. Right. They win the the crazy game against Ohio State when they were unranked, uh, 24 to 21. And then they take care of business from there. 62 points on Purdue, 41 points on Iowa, 45 on they Indiana. They did lose to Pitt 39 like to two nothing. points. In the, but that was, again, before Ohio State. Exactly. They lost to Pitt 49, 42 to 39. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I think... As much as we okay. – and then I'm looking at the roster here. Trace McSorley, Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders is on this team. Chris Godwin is on this team. Um, Gusecki's on this team. They only have three NFLers on defense, and the only notable one is Marcus Allen. Yeah, okay, I don't, so I, don't I know can't if, confidently say that Al, that Penn State would beat that team. As, as good as this Penn State offense is, because Trace McSorley, Saquon, Miles Sanders, Chris Godwin – and Gasecki, I just think that a team with 16 NFL players on the defensive side of the ball yeah. with Bama stopped them up. You know what I mean? I agree. I will say, I'll see Bama will win that game. But that just furthers my thing that I absolutely believe that Clemson will win the national title again in this in this universe because Bama had a way harder road of quarterbacks. Not only that, this Clemson team's really good. It's really good team. They, this is Deshaun. Really this good. is. This is peak Deshaun Watson and yeah, firing they, on all cylinders. Yeah, they had to they had to face Baker, and that you know sucked. But then Washington's not the is a better matchup than Sam Darnold and both both of the teams in that Rose Bowl that we always talk about. Mm-hmm. They had to play both of them, and then play Deshaun Watson. And then Deshaun, yeah, dude, and they, that's they, tough. They lost that in our timeline where they just had to play Washington, <laughs> um, right? Exactly. And Clemson had to play Ohio State, like. Yeah, it's tough, man. I it's, I uh, think that I'm just super more confident that Clemson would win the title this in this universe, just because mm-hmm. I think this board stacks up better for them. Yeah, I agree, completely uh, agree. Now the people in this timeline might be robbed of as great of a game as we got, mm-hmm. but I don't know, man. Oh well, yeah, it's it's probably a worse game just because. Well, like I don't said, know. I just don't know if it comes down to the last freaking second. Like that's true, like, but I do, I do, I do think it's Deshaun Watson's collegiate crowning moment though i do still think it's i agree with that i agree so all right and again i want to i know we're talking about Deshaun in a very casual manner we don't we don't mean to make light of the stuff that's going on and stuff it's just we're we're living in in this case 20 reliving those we're really right exactly well it's it's the argument of like 
you can still look back at those times the way you can because that's how you, that's how we live them and we didn't know those things so yeah we didn't nobody know knew those things so right our our fondness of Deshaun Watson at Clemson was because we remember how those teams made us feel when we watched those games you know what I mean? oh yeah no, and that's the only reason why we didn't know anything was happening. But I just my wanted dad, to clarify that. My dad still likes to make fun of me and say that I'm a Clemson fan because I like uh, to watch the Clemson Tigers play. Yeah, right. Um, and now, right, we got, now we got one of them as our quarterback. So now, <laughs> look at jokes that. on you. Um, <laughs> Joke, jokes on your dad. So Clemson wins. This is the most exciting one that we did today, the 2016 one. I would agree. I think it's going to get crazier. In the next few years, because oh, we have I'm to so deal. excited to do the next episode. I'm excited for 2017 when we deal with um, Georgia and Alabama and and Matt UCF. Carousel. UCF is coming up in 2017, so keep an eye out for part two. We're going to do 2017, 2018, 2019, and 2020 because 2020 was kind of an abbreviated. Um, it will be fun to see 2020 when we talk about coastal and we talk about yeah, um, uh, Cincinnati and. and, and BYU and, and those type of things. So it's going to be, it's going to be a fun ride. It's going to be fun in that sense. So keep an eye out for part two. Um, Tyler, before we go out, I do want to bring up moment of the week um, before we, we sign off. Do you have a moment of the week? Uh, yeah, yes, I, I do. It's, it's not sports related, but it is, mm. I, I kind of, and it's moment of like three weeks ago, but also this week. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, I, we can call it moment since the last time we recorded. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't quite ring off. Kind of got roll off the tongue as well. It, it, um, it'll roll but, off the tongue when we go back in the season. Uh, I recently just started working um, on a show that I cannot disclose the name of. Um, redacted. But, redacted. But I just recently just moved to LA about a month ago. Hey, what, honestly, if if just say it, I'll bleep it out. I really will. No, I, I'm not. I'm not, dude. You didn't, have, <laughs> you didn't look at the NDA that I had to sign. <laughs> I'm not risking. It. I won't. Um, um, but you forgot last time. <laughs> no, but I wrote it down. It's a minute and twelve. I think I got to go back and nope, uh-uh. do it this time. Um, <laughs> An hour twelve. Well, uh, I just started uh, working on a TV show as a production assistant, and it's really cool nice. to be a part of it. And uh, just that's a cool thing happening in my life. Got to see some cool things. Uh, getting it's weird when you move to a sort of place that is so new to you. Like mm-hmm. you're still having to like learn where everything is. Like yeah, but that's been and my moment. And you're trying to figure out the culture of how the people are and all yeah. that stuff. And and there's absolutely no sports here. But the Gator kickoff against USF will be at 10 a.m. in in California time. That is. Breakfast with the Gators is what that is. Yeah. My, my thought was that I was talking to a friend of mine who also lives out here is from Florida. And we're just like, oh, like we should like, I bet you they've got like bars. You get like a brunch, watch it. And I'm like, wait, no, this is California. So like nobody's <laughs> going to care. Like, um, right. You're you're going to go to the bar and be like, can you put this game just, on? And they're going to be like, why? <laughs> they're not going to even be open. I bet you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I will just have to prepare a lot of breakfast food. Get some nice. people over. Watch us play. The USF I'm goals. sure there's I'm sure there's like a oh, Gator Booster. Well, I, I'm waiting. Uh, yeah, I'm going to figure out what the Gator Booster Club of uh, yeah, um, of Southern Los California Angeles. wants to do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of nice that I moved here when there's not that many like the football's not happening so that mm-hmm. I can like be familiar with this place when football does Absolutely. happen. Absolutely. Yeah I, yeah, I I think that was a good idea as well. What about you? Um, For me, <laughs> listen, man, uh, 
I bought myself that birthday gift, which was a PlayStation yeah. 3 and NCAA 14, and I got revamped, and I'm doing it all. I have to download the newest uh, uniforms and skins so do I. and stuff. So do I. And then I got to re-upload it. You got to off air. We'll talk about. You got to tell me how to like. Do I just put it in a USB stick? Like how do I, I do? It? I don't what know. I, I haven't ever re- updated. It. I did it the one oh, time. Wonderful. And we'll I've, have to figure I've it been out. waiting because I'm like every three weeks they keep updating the uniforms on this thing. I'm just gonna wait. <laughs> yeah, um, literally. Um, no, but mine is that I uh, started, you know, as one does a dynasty, and I started off as the offensive coordinator for Coastal, and then after my first season, I got offered the offensive coordinator job at Florida. So I am the Gators offensive coordinator, and we are we're doing some stuff now. I have a theory that I don't think I'm going to stick with. But for now, for the content, whatever, let's do it. Um, I'm gonna, ju- I'm gonna judge the real life. My real life expectations for players are gonna come from how I play with them at NCAA. Oh, I know, boy. It makes no sense. Like as of right now, well, Emory Jones. If I did that. All I gotta say is Emory Jones, you got an interception problem, buddy. Emory, Emory Jones, you're on my hit list. You can't fumble the football inside the ten in a tie game in the rain <laughs> at home. Can't do it. Can't have me losing to Arkansas at home because you can't hold the. I'm running the ball to run the clock down. Okay. If I would have known you were gonna do that, I would have thrown the football. Okay. Anyway, gotta also, go in that adjustment to say protect the ball. Also, Jacob Copeland. Yeah, you need new hands. You need new hands. It's just not working. Okay, I don't get it. All right. On the flip side, Trent Whitmore winning the Heisman, winning the Heisman. Hey, we, most it, re- most have, reliable it, wide receiver I've ever seen since Brandon Powell. Not even kidding. It is. Not it even is kidding. proven that wide receivers are allowed to win the Heisman again. So um. <laughs> yeah, right. Devontae Smith did it. So. Why can't, why not why can't Trent, Trent Whitmore? Whitmore. <laughs> he wears number 14. He is my most reliable. Well, the, best, uh, the thing target. is that in the game, he certainly won't win the Heisman because I'm pretty sure the game will only let you do running backs and, tight, and, uh, and quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Yeah, it's insane. Anyway, that's my moment of the week. Um, I'm currently four and two, which includes wins at Penn State. Uh, Notre Dame at home, but my losses are Arkansas and Kentucky. What? I, I, I lost. I lost to Kentucky. See, I, I I cast a lot of aspersions as a person as a person who won a national championship with the Washington State Cougars in dynasty mode. So I spit on you. Uh. I Kentucky was also winless, and oh. also yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, but you know what I did? You know what I did, Tyler? Please tell the me next... it was because of the defense. Yeah, it was. It actually was because of the defense. Oh, really? They was could, okay, cool. they right. could not stop that. That's fine because you're just the offensive coordinator. It doesn't fully yeah. fall on you. Okay, but like, still, we lost to Kentucky. I mean, you home. should. You, I will make fun of you for this, but like, I lost to a, I lost to a winless Kentucky at home, Tyler. How many winless games Kentucky in the season were they winless? Three. So it was the fourth game of the year. Oh, that's body. <laughs> Yeah. This anyway. is like winless, but it's the second game of the season. I'm like, all right, yeah, so it's, it's like, like a fifty fifty shot they'd be winless. <laughs> no, but but you know what? Instead, I um I decided I'm gonna take my anger out on Tennessee cool. and I blew them out. And I made it a bit That's special. Good. I gave them the smoky gray uniforms because I was like, let's oh, let's yes. play with it. They look good to beat you in. So yeah, it was fun. I have been every time I play Tennessee now with the new uh that little patch thing, I 
I make us in the all whites and them in the smoky grays. Just see, just I for revenge. Us, just for oh, revenge. for that for that one game. <laughs> yeah, because that is to this day, it's one of the most aesthetically pleasing games I've ever seen, and it is a game that physically pains me to watch. The, like, the image I have there is of I forgot the wide receiver's name. Um, Juwan Jennings. Jawan Jennings and it's teased Tabor right behind him, and I was like, oh. and I think at the time he was going by Jalen Tabor, and I was like, Jalen. Yeah. Well. Um, no, I I really found that I like wearing the all blues. The all blues, all blues look really nice on the on in the revamped. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's my yeah, moment of play the day. Now. Uh, yeah, I know. I I play I play a little bit before I go to bed. I play like two games before I go to bed and stuff. So yeah, maybe um, I'll do. I that. also I also only play offense, so the games take like ten minutes. I love being an offensive coordinator in those games because like yeah, like I don't love to play defense. Like I prefer mm-hmm. to play offense, but like. If I'm the head coach, I'm gonna play defense because I'll feel weird right. if I skim sim through it. Like me too, me too. I feel like I'm also, cheating, but I, I love being offensive coordinator. It's just like I don't even have the option. Like just tell me what I need to score. <laughs> so like what I usually do is I don't even recruit when I start off because like I'm not gonna stay at these small level schools. Like I'm gonna move on. Like I'm not wasting my time. And I kind of brought that approach to every offensive coordinator position I had. But I realized that since I got the Florida OC job so early. I think I'm just going to try to stay until they offer me the head coaching job. So I should probably start recruiting as an offensive. Probably. Probably. So I think I, I, so I'm, I think I'll probably start doing that um, next season. I'm already halfway through this year. So I was like, ah, oh, whatever. So I'll probably start that next season so I can set up my own recruiting board and I don't have to deal Absolutely. with the one. And so. stage, stage a coup, stage a coup, Kevin Steele coup, baby. Well, it didn't that work. That should be Steel. an option in the upcoming game that they're making. I want, that I cannot to- wait until i want i will pay you know what they should do from a business perspective is make the clean version of the game and be like you can pay extra for all this bag dropping stuff like which won't in the sense bag dropping won't be a thing anymore but like because players because the nil thing um i mean it will still kind of be it It will be a thing it'll be disguised point is they should have and they're gonna get make an expansion pack that's like you want to be able to overthrow your head coach buy this you want to be able to make recruiting violations you have to buy this expansion pack We'll put it in you the want, game for you. You want to be able to get away with the recruiting yeah. violations. You got to buy another expansion yeah. pack. <laughs> yeah. Which I would like only if the computer will also do it to me. Like, Yes, exactly. It's, kind of, exactly. it's stupid when you just do it yourself and there's no repercussions. I well, want somebody you, else to screw me over. So that way I was just like, oh, let's play. <laughs> yeah. But well, then it becomes just like, you know, you, you beat the game. And is it really fun if there's no competition? No. But if they get to pull players from you. And they get to tamper, like yeah, that's fun. Also, cool. there'll be more transferring, and I'm so here for it. Like, I want a transfer portal. <laughs> yeah, I want. Give, I want the graphic. Give want, me the portal. <laughs> I want the beam me up, Scotty graphic. Yeah, exactly. All right, exactly. All right. Well, this has gone on way too long. Way too long. But feels listen, good. Feels good. Listeners, you guys can start and stop this whenever you want. Uh, you're, this is going to hold over for a few weeks. Um, keep an eye out for part two that'll be coming in the next few weeks. Um, it's been fun, Tyler. I'm so glad we got to catch up. I'm Me glad we too. got to do this little project, which is fun. We get to relive all of this. Um, so yeah. fun, re- like rejogging my memory of all these games I know. that I watched and said I'd never forget. And then time happens and you just ha- <laughs> you just forget. Like you sit there and be like, I'll never forget this season. It was my first season in college football. It's the one I really fell in love with it when I when I went to college in my first season mm-hmm. there. And then and then like seven years passed and you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, I didn't remember that. <laughs> It's funny because like as we went through some games, I was like, oh, yeah, this happened. Oh, I forgot about this player. Like Chris, I knew Chris Godwin went to Penn State. 
I forgot he was such a big focal point of this that team. team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, like he he led the team in receptions, led the team in yards, led the team in average yards, and led the team in touchdowns. Like Chris Godwin was option one, two, and three for Trace McSorley. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, anyway, um, I'm excited. I can't wait. College football is coming soon. Season five of Sideline Judgment is coming soon. Uh, we cannot wait to debut that for you guys. And before all of that, part two of the What If series will be coming in the next few weeks. So keep your ears out and your eyes on your podcast feed for that. Um, Tyler, with all that being said, this has been another episode of Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. My name is Tyler. And uh, we are not biased, Tyler. Go Gators. Go Gators.